Welcome to season two of the One and Done podcast, where we are dedicated to making young people successful in business early in life. We're recording today from the Rollo Insurance Studio in College Station, Texas. Let's get it started. Welcome back to another episode of the One and Done podcast. Today, we're taking uh, another trip back to the insurance industry. Uh, but instead of talking about insurance and sales today, we're going to talk more about a, a service company and someone who has kind of built their niche in helping insurance agencies service and take care of their customers. Today's guest is Graydon Reber. He's an executive sales rep at Agency VA based out of Lehigh, Utah. Uh, Graydon, thank you so much for joining the show. Thanks for having me, Jackson. It's good I to be here. Yeah, man. So uh, on one of my recent trips to Utah, obviously heading out there for a couple offices we have, uh, connected with Graydon on LinkedIn, had a had a spot in my calendar to fill and was really impressed with his profile. I uh, had a chance to meet up and see if our businesses could work together. And I think what it ended up being was just more of a, a, of a mutual relationship about the insurance industry and uh, how we can maybe help each other out, but also uh, talk about, you know, Graydon's background and past here on the One and Done podcast because uh, 22 years old, and uh, already very successful, still attending the Utah Valley University. Uh, and uh, so just excited to have you on the show. So, Graydon, if you wouldn't mind, kick us off with just telling us your background, your story, and how you came to be uh, working at Agency VA as an executive sales rep. Well, first of all, it's, it's good to be here. I'm super grateful for the time that we'll be able to spend. Um, but yeah, a little bit about myself. I grew up here in Salt Lake City, Utah, in Sandy. It's about 20 minutes south of Salt Lake and have always been one that likes working with people. I like inter interacting with others. Kind of knew what I was doing up until high school where everybody has the same story. You go to school, you, <laughs> you play sports, you, you live with your family, everything's kind of written for you up until that point. Um, but I think a lot of us age 20, 25, I mean, these are turning years in our lives that it's like, where do we go next? What should I study in college? Should I go to college? What skills do I really have deep down? What should I be kind of sharing with others or pursuing as a career? So I love what you're doing here, Jackson. What got you into starting this podcast just out of curiosity before I jump into myself? There's so few people like you who have found kind of their niche at, at that young age of 22. And I saw that as I was graduating from school, you know, being 25 myself, I only, I, I've been out for a few years now and I have my friends who are now kind of getting out of school slash the, the last ones are seniors in, in college right now. And I, I just saw that they were struggling trying to figure out exactly what to do. I mean, everybody goes to school and they get a degree, but sometimes that degree and what you end up wanting to do are, are different things and it's it's conflicting. It's just something I think our society can work on. So I created the podcast to give young professionals like you a voice to really share your story, to share your mentality, to share that journey you went on trying to figure out from you know those days in school when it was all about sports to, okay, now I got to figure out a job, a career, a profession, build a family. How do I do this uh, to allow you to share your story? And maybe by doing so, some some young people in college uh, will be able to hear this. They'll be interested in, in, in you know, maybe a startup company like yours or uh, in, in an industry like insurance, and it maybe will help them find their career and their path just a little bit easier. So that's, that's kind of why we created the One and Done podcast. Well, I love the cause, and I hope we can help some people out today. So diving into how did I find myself at Agency VA and what's kind of the the day in the life of Graydon is. So after after high school, we'll kind of go into story mode. I went on a, a mission for the LDS church. So part of my religion is to, you don't have to go, but I chose to go and I got called to the Philippines. So Philippines, it's a little different than Utah, went over there and 
met a lot of super humble, hardworking, loving people and individuals over there. And their economy is just set up in a way that, I mean, it's different than the U.S. We have so much opportunity here that sometimes we don't even realize. But that being said, I, I served my mission. I learned Tagalog. I just was very service oriented over there. Just knocked on doors and helped people talk to them. Anything you can do to help them come closer to God or me come closer to God, that was kind of the, the purpose of that mission. Coming home from that gave kind of a, a mission homecoming is what we call it at our church, where you talk about your experience out there. And in that meeting, somebody in the audience or in the congregation was from, it was the sister-in-law of the owner of Agency VA. So sounds like a stretch, but that's all it needs to, you never know where you're going to find your career and when it'll kind of fall into your lap. But she was talking to Wes Anderson as the owner of this company. And he reached out, found out that I work a lot with Filipinos. And that you knew the language. Yep. I know the language. I know the culture. I know what kind of gets them going, gets them motivated. And and we hire hundreds and hundreds of people from the Philippines at Agency VA. Yeah. So that, that kind of turned into an opportunity, you know, and it was interesting when we talked because you're still in school and, uh, yep. you know, earning your degree. Um, but also you were, you were just kind of, you, it, it caught me off guard how passionate you were about both the people in the Philippines, but also about the industry now, the insurance industry. Like you, you didn't know anything about insurance, but you had the background yep. where, you know, you could help the communication barrier, uh, be a little easier for, for Wes and the team at Agency VA. How has your knowledge of the industry kind of helped you develop more of a, a, a passion for this to be your career? Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, I got into this and I didn't know if I was a translator. I didn't know if I was a sales rep. I didn't know customer service. I had no idea what I was doing. Kind of goes to if you have a specific background or a skill set or you have overcome a challenge or overcome something hard. I mean, that kind of molds you into a position where you can serve others. And as I start jumping on Zoom meetings and meeting people like yourself in person that run insurance agencies, I hear what you guys go through on the day-to-day and I hear of how hard it is to hire and how much stress comes with getting quotes out on time or certificates done or mortgagee changes done. So over time, I, I grow close with these agency owners and I've grown really close to the industry as a whole. Um, anybody looking into insurance, I think it gets a worse rap than it deserves <laughs> where it's a great opportunity to go get some residual income and build up your own business and kind of be in charge of your time and your own your day. Um, and then there's companies like ourselves or softwares out there that can help kind of increase efficiency so that you can find that financial freedom that all of us are looking for in a career. Yeah. So, so talk to the, to the listeners here, because obviously you have a unique perspective being in school still, what has that balance been like for you as you get to know a new career, but also are still going through school uh, what has that done for you kind of while you're, you know, balancing class and work at the same time? And, and how has that worked in your favor? So, I mean, I've always wanted to study business in college. It was, I mean, a goal I've had since I was little to go to college, graduate, get a degree, you know, have the family, have that perfect little lifestyle. But as I got into college, I think a lot of us realized like, dang, like I could be making money right now or I could be traveling or there's, you know, what should I be doing with my time? And I was doing full sc- or school full-time, and then I was also working part-time here at Agency VA and kind of saw I was learning at work. I was learning at school. I'm learning about finance and business management as my major. 
And then I come to work each day and I try to apply things that I'm learning of, okay, financially, how could we buy agencies down the road? Or how could we take this to the next step? Or I talked about this in my marketing class and it's, it's so crucial, I think, if you're going to college to have what you, whether it's an internship or you have a part-time job for something that you're potentially going to go into as a career so that you don't come out of college with a finance degree and you get into a finance job or accounting or marketing or a doctor and you get into a your job that you've been working for forever and you're like, I don't like this. This, this job isn't for me. So I think it's been crucial for me to have that full-time and then part-time and then it's merged into I'm doing both of them full-time actually with 15 credits online and at nights at Utah Valley University and then in the days some I mean it's just a 40-hour work week here providing jobs for people in the Philippines and Latin America Puerto Rico and the U.S. is kind of where we're providing jobs and helping with that outsourcing. Yeah. So, t- so let's dive into that just for a minute, because I think you have a unique perspective compared to a lot of our guests. A lot of our guests have finished school already, but you being in school still, I, I, I kind of did the same thing you did is right at the end of my career of, of school, I actually started working here as an agent. So I started selling insurance and I actually found that I learned more in school because I was able to take it and apply it. And I did not have a business degree. My, de- my degree is English, but there were still things that were taught in, in the classroom and I was able to immediately apply them in some way uh, in business. And I think it actually brought more out of me as far as a student goes because I was engaged in listening more because I knew I could take it later on and see if it worked in the real world, world if that makes sense. You know, what are your thoughts about that? Has that, has that enhanced your, your college experience, would you say, compared to the peers around you who are just there to, you know, learn information and spit it back out on a test to get a good grade? Do you feel like it's brought more to you as a person? 100%. I mean, it's night and day difference. Even my night classes that I go to compared to my classes that were in the day, that everybody in a night class, 5.30 to 8, they're there because they're working or they have a family or they, they're they not able to go in the daytime. So they're all having that same outlook and they come with some experience. They We all have jobs and it's cool to bounce ideas off of. I mean, school in general is an amazing place to to learn with one another. It's a it's a good breeding ground for ideas. You hear a lot of entrepreneurs that start companies in the college dorms. I mean, it's just because we're young and hungry and we have time to do stuff and make a difference. But it's a matter of doing and not just thinking or listening. If you're going to school and you're learning everything and you're passing the test, but you don't apply it, it's gonna be really hard to remember that two years down the road when you're trying to come up with some type of marketing plan that you've never actually tested anything out or in your case how do you write a professional looking email or write a blog or something I mean you got to just test some things and I mean I I use LinkedIn as kind of a testing ground just because I didn't at first I didn't know anybody on LinkedIn yeah (laughs) I think I, I told you that a little bit when we were going to lunch that LinkedIn's been an awesome resource for me to meet other people and and learn about what they're doing for work and ask questions and I mean, I've had ideas of maybe starting a podcast similar to you where you just talk to people and you get to know what do you do for work? What do you like? What do you not like? Um, And it doesn't have to be on a podcast, but at the same time, it's going to be beneficial to to learn what's out there. Absolutely. Well, hey, man, I'm I'm always open to 
expanding the one and done brand. So if we need it, if we need a Utah branch, you just let me know. We can, we can talk about that. <laughs> I know if that'll get you up skiing, I mean, hey, we got to talk podcast, right? Yeah. You trust me. You don't want to see me skiing or snowboarding. It's, it's <laughs> not fun, but uh, much better in the boardroom. So, Hey, one, one question I uh, did want to ask you is, so explain to everyone a little bit. We, we say agency VA and VA stands for virtual assistant, but that, that doesn't even exactly tell what, you're offering to these insurance agencies like like mine through your service. So talk a little more about the actual industry that you're a part of, not insurance, but but the VA system, what that is, what that looks like, and kind of uh, how that idea just in general came about. Yes, I mean, we specialize obviously with insurance agencies, but I'd say the industry I'm in is, it's called the BPO industry, so business process outsourcing. Um, it's a fancy way to say I don't know, remote workers, <laughs> where we hire people in the Philippines, in Latin America, Puerto Rico, and license agents here in the U.S. for insurance. But we're basically an outsourcing employment arm for the insurance agencies that if you're having a hard time hiring in-house or you want to just save some money on your overhead, cut costs, it's going to cost a little less to send some of that customer service or data entry overseas. Um, as opposed to hiring people in the U.S. that, I mean, at a at a low pay grade, I mean, it's hard to maintain staff. You're having high turnover just because you can't really pay them for those types of tasks. So anything that can't be automated, we're doing. And then we're actually using a lot of automations and APIs and some of the insure tech and technology out there just to, to help agencies so that they don't have to go out and learn a hundred different systems. They come to us and we, we've already been there, done that as far as learning and using those systems. So what does a day in the life of, like you said, Graydon look like then, you know, because obviously you're taking some of those, like you said, monotonous tasks, the things that can be better outsourced. What is, what does that look like? You know, if I'm a college student and maybe this interests me, what am I, what am I getting interested in? Yeah. So, I mean, for, for me, I, I actually don't touch any of the insurance work. So I'm full on zoom meetings, going to conferences, meeting with insurance agency owners talking about their their books, their agency, their staffing, how to delegate, just kind of strategizing which countries are good um, to hire in, what's the culture difference, how do you train someone in the Philippines as opposed to in the U.S., as opposed to Puerto Rico, what are the differences with bilingual agents or non-bilingual. So a lot of that is kind of my day-to-day where I'm just on Zoom meetings talking with agencies. And then, like I said, go home and hit the books, hit school and try to get a couple dates in here and there, or go, <laughs> go, go on some hikes, go skiing, travel a little bit. It's, but just so, kind of having that so, plan. So yeah. you guys at NCBA, y'all, y'all very much have that startup mindset still, right? Like everything is about sales. It's about growing. It's about getting better and developing uh, a successful company been around for, for a while now, but, but it still has that mindset. What is that like working for a company, young, energetic, like you mentioned for a company with that type of a mindset? It's been awesome. So, I mean, I, I think I mentioned to you while we were at lunch that agency VA, so it's been around five years, but it's changed so much every month where we're adding different locations or we're hiring 20 people for a specific agency or for a big project or we're switching marketing standpoints or we're switching CRMs or systems. And it's, it is that startup's mindset. And I mean, anybody interested in anything business or just in college, I would recommend getting an internship or trying to find a part-time role at a startup company 
just because you have to wear a lot of hats. I mean, it's hard for me to conceptualize and say, hey, I'm, I do this on my day to day, just because some days I'm helping with some IT concerns, some days I'm helping with management, some days it's retention. And I focus mostly on sales and growth because got to make revenue to sell and grow the company. But ultimately, in a startup position, you get to wear a lot of hats and get a lot of experience for your career. So tell me this. What are the main pros? Like if, if, if I'm a college kid, I'm 18 years old, and I'm trying to figure out what I want to do, why would I go to work for a startup company, maybe near the insurance industry, uh, similar to agency VA? Yes. I mean... I think the biggest reason is kind of touching on what we've discussed of you get the experience, you get to implement what you're learning in school, you get to see a lot of growth, see new roles within the company be created. There's a lot of opportunity for growth for yourself. Um, when I started, I didn't know what my role was here. Now, two and a half years later, I'm running the sales team for the most part. Um, I have two executive assistants, one in Nicaragua and one in the Philippines, and it's provided me good management experience. It's provided just a lot of opportunity. Um, whereas if you go into a more tenured, long-term company, I mean, you're going to see a well-oiled machine, but you don't really get to put in the any of the oil on the machine, if that makes sense. You're just kind of there. You're another clog in the system. If you're not hitting numbers, you're gone. Whereas startups, I mean, a lot of times you're just trying to make ends meet and you learn a lot doing it. Yeah. I, I love that concept too, because like you, you, I think you learn a lot more that way because instead of someone saying, Hey, sit here, do this. It's a lot more of, Hey, here's the problem we have. Figure out a way to make this happen. You have a lot more um, leeway as it comes to making decisions. Is there anything that you've done with agency VA where you maybe identified a problem and, and help be part of the solution? Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot. Uh, I think it's the uh, the golf simulator is what you're looking for. Yeah, I mean, that that could help. <laughs> so, I mean, we, we go to a lot of these conferences and being on the front end of sales, I'm obviously talking to all the agencies here and their hobbies, here and their concerns. But one of which we did put a golf simulator in our office and it was a way to kind of spice things up in-house, make our employees happier. Excuse me if there's any balls bouncing, but I mean, Ben and Wes are over there swinging on it right now. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, uh, and I've been to a conference with you, right? And I've seen you there and, and uh, the the line to, to hit the golf ball is long and you're sitting there talking to people while they swing. I mean, it's a, it's a fantastic idea, but it's just that mindset, right? Of, of we're here to have fun. We're here to get better. And being part of a team like that really helps, I think, in the individual development of, of someone with high energy like you. Yeah, no, I'd agree. Having business as a fun environment, keeping it upbeat, eliminate stress. It, it honestly soothes. If you're trying to sell, you want them to be comfortable. You got to be transparent. You got to be open. You got to expose your weaknesses. And when you do that, something I've learned over the last two years is the more humility you show and the mistakes you, you mention, a lot of new salespeople or new people coming into a career like, it's going to expose weakness, but in reality, it just shows everybody's human. Every company's doing their best, and it, it helps push a lot more more deals through. So in the last couple of minutes we have here, talk a little bit about what makes Graydon special. Like, what is it about you that makes you unique? What characteristics and, and what is your attitude in terms of being different than the normal 22-year-old senior in college? Growing up, I, I was really fortunate and lucky. I come from a family where the parents are 
still loving each other. I have four siblings. I'm the second oldest. Um, learned a lot from my family and just was surrounded and lucky with a lot of friends. I know kind of who you spend your time with really determines who you become. That being said, just growing up with so many people that are like-minded, they're focused, looking for growth opportunities, they're serving others. Just having my parents by my side every step of the way and then serving that mission um, in the Philippines and being with so many people there, I'd say I'm a really service-oriented person where I just, I get more joy in my day when I see other people that are happy. And I think that goes really a long way in any career. If you're trying to grow a company or if you're working as a doctor or you're a lawyer, I mean, if you're just a good person trying to help others, you're going to find success and opportunity. Another thing is just, you got to be willing to take the hard roles. In this company, Wes will say, hey, this needs to get done. I'll raise my hand. I'm just chilling over here in the office. I, I want to take on new challenges and I want to fail and learn and grow. But you have to be busy and trying to live an intentional life of, okay, these are my goals, but what are the steps to get there? So I've just tried my best to be structured and have those intentions and plan your priorities um, just to kind of become the person you want to become. I'm not there yet, but we're, we're trying one and step at a time. That's all you can do, man, is, is work towards that. Let me ask you this. What is your what is your secret weapon when it comes to your mentality? It's what makes you get more done than other people. It's what makes you go to school and work full-time school schedule and full-time work schedule. What is what is the secret to that to that uh, mindset? Yes, I mean, I have you read Atomic Habits? I have not. I have it in my uh, my bookshelf over here in the office, though. All right, so grab the book and open it up and put it on your desk. Um, but Atomic Habits, I read that when I was 20. And as far as kind of my hidden secret and secret sauce, almost everything is in there. It's Atomic Habits by James Clear. But one of the concepts that came to my brain while you were asking that questions is habit stacking, where every day we have so many habits of, do you wake up and work out? Or do you scroll on your phone? Do you eat healthy? I mean, there's, it goes really in depth in that book. Um, but just the process of habit stacking is if you want to do something hard, you need to pair it with a habit that you already have. For example, if I wanted to work out more, that's difficult for me to do unless I have a reward. And sometimes working out, you want that six pack and it's not going to be there tomorrow. So what I would do is every time I work out, you get, I get a smoothie. Like I, I have a protein shake after and it tastes really good, but you can't have that until you've done that workout. So just pairing something hard, whether that's making more sales calls or it's reading a book or it is working out or whatever you want to do in your life, whether that's studying for homework. I mean, being with your family more, there's a lot of stuff that you can do, but it's good to pair it next to something in your day that is already part of who you are. So if you're already good at brushing your teeth, something like that in the morning and you want to read, just Every time I brush my teeth, right after that, my book's sitting next to the toothbrush. I mean, there's a lot of stuff in that book that I say there's a lot of concepts that you could pull out of it. Yeah, I really like that one. So so habit stacking, we'll have to, we'll have to uh, poll everyone on Instagram or something to see see how many people adopt that. That's a that's a really good one. I like that, actually. I might, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal that one. All right, man. So last question I have for you. 22 years old, finishing school. Um, you're obviously much farther ahead than, than a lot of people are, which is, which is the goal of the one and done podcast is to get more people where you are. But when did your job turn into a career for you? 
Yeah, so this job started out as just a, a job to get me through college. I was working part-time while doing school full-time. It wasn't until the summer of 2020 that I went full-time just because I didn't have school. And I got used to the full-time pay. I got used to the full-time amount of clients in the pipe drive and didn't really have the option to go back to part-time. I mean, I could have, but I just realized that I could add. It's always more time in a day if you just plan for it. <laughs> so it was just kind of as I as I transitioned and found the love for what I'm doing, um, it's hard to jump into something and say it's going to be your career forever. Um, you never know where companies will go or what opportunities will strike or what connections you'll make on LinkedIn or through other clients or wherever life takes you, you just got to be ready for it. Um, but I think the biggest thing with any career is just being the best at what you're doing at that time. One of my mentors that I look up to a lot, I asked him, how do you have a good work-life balance with your career and your family? And I was expecting some perfect formula or process. And he said, and this is, you can interpret this how you'd like, but he said, there is no work-life balance. You're either at work or you're with your family and you should try to separate those and have a good balance. But when you're at one, be the best you can at that. And I, I really liked that. I, I know a lot of people out there are like, oh, come on, you can you can find work-life balance. You should be able to focus on that. And I, I do believe you can. Finding a career, I think it's just about getting in, doing the best you can. As you get promoted once or twice, you're like, I'm actually getting pretty good at this. And you kind of fall into different opportunities and situations that you can help others just as you gain that experience. Absolutely. Hard work and humility go a long way. Uh, I know Agency VA, and I know they're uh, very lucky to have you, man. And, and uh, congrats to you so far on what you're doing. Good luck to you as you finish school. Good luck to you as you, uh, you know, I don't know, go more full time, I guess, with Agency VA here in the future. Yep. But uh, <laughs> let me know. Let me know if we can do anything else for you. Thank you so much for joining the One or Done podcast, and uh, good luck to you in the future. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Be sure to rate our podcast and leave a review. Also, make sure to check us out on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook at One and Done Podcast.